Welcome to Alphabet Flight and Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a little goblin. This is a little goblin. It's it's uh, Daniel. Hello, it's me, Daniel the Goblin. So today we are talking about a person named Goblin, but it's like Gob and then Lynn, like the name with the Y. It's a goblin with a Y. Yeah. What, what do you think Goblin is? Well, Lynn with a Y sounds like a female name, so she's probably got um, an attractive... Bo- she, I don't know, maybe kind of like a She-Hulk-ish? Nah, nah, we're not talking about tall, tall, sexy ladies. We're talking about something you would say a Goblin is. Oh, alright, that's <laughs> fair. That looks a yeah. bit like the um, the things from Dragon Ball Z, the ones that came from the seeds. Oh you know, yeah, they uh sell juniors? No, uh it, it was like the other one? It, yeah, the like it was like from early DBZ. Uh Oh. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Forget the name. Yeah, I, I, they had a dumb name, which is why I can't remember it, but yeah, those guys. Yeah, but this is a uh, Yeah, but we're talking about Goblin today. We've talked about their sister, twin sister earlier. Gob Sarah. No, no, it was Laura Dean. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yep. We talked about them. Uh so their real name is no first name. Their last her first her real last name is Dean. Sure. So yep, she's a former adventurer. She has a secret identity. She is a citizen of the United States with no no sorry, you citizen of Canada with no criminal record. Uh she has no other alias. She was born in a unidentified Canadian city. You know, those really hard to find Canadian cities. Yeah. Yep. And uh known relatives is Darby, her father, Susan, her mother, and Laura, her sister. And uh she was a former member of the Derangers and Beta Flight. Weird that no one knows her name when everyone knows her whole family. <laughs> Well, there's a reason. Okay. And it's a very Marvel reason. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> yep. So she first showed up in Alphabet Flight issue number... Sorry, crap! Alpha Flight. Alpha Flight issue number uh, 48. Madness. And... I'm sending you the link to the... I don't think this is a good cover. We'll be real honest. Let me take a gander here. It's so that eh, seems fine. I could have used a background, but it's it's not a great cover. I'm not saying it's a bad cover. It's not a good cover, though. Sure. Yeah, you have uh, you have Sasquatch and uh, North Star, Vindicator, Aurora, Box, Purple Girl, Puck. And they're all just kind of flying, and it says, on the attack. That's it. I don't know. There's not much to it. 
So, if you want to see who we're talking about and the cover of which we just discussed, you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. Um, so, Goblin's father, Darby Dean, was a leading member of a Canadian organization opposed to superhuman mutants. Prenatal screening of his wife, Susan, revealed that she was carrying twin girls, one of whom, Goblin, was a mutant with a non-human form. In fact, both were mutants, but the twin who could be named Laura and had a human form, hence it was not detected to be a mutant. Which I would say, that's a bad, that's a real bad screening process for someone who really wants to be a eugenicist. Yeah. Sounds like it was less uh, that they screened for the X gene and more that they were like, hey, that one looks real fucked up. Probably a mutant. Yeah, like, which is... Like, I mean, like, babies look weird anyway. Yo, Charles Xavier would love this dad. Yeah, Charles Charles would be like, I, you know what? I, I want the opposite at this moment, but, you know, I agree with the sentiment, I guess. Well, no, Charles would, would take the nice, clean, human-looking baby and the ugly mutant one that can't fit into society or assimilate. He'd be like, I do not see. I am not looking. <laughs> The deans agreed to have Susan undergo an experimental medical procedure whereby the unborn mutant twin would be bombarded through radiation that would kill her while sparing the other fetus. Now, hey, hey, Daniel. Cool and normal. Cool and normal. Okay. Daniel, Daniel, I want to I ask you something. Mm-hmm. So radiation. Mm-hmm. That stays in one spot, right? It doesn't yeah. just move, especially through, I don't know, liquids and small spaces. No, no, it just it, it goes exactly where you want it to go and nowhere else. It's like a laser beam. Spew, <laughs> like you know, just stays. So you know, so they're gonna chemo treatment this baby out, I guess. I just I feel like there were even if you didn't want the weird mutant baby, I feel like there were so many other avenues available to you than a experimental radiation blast that just nothing about that seems like what about a regular ass abortion yeah i mean <laughs> I, I'm, I'm no doctor for babies or otherwise but surely there must be some sort of procedure for just getting the one baby or maybe you just have the two babies and throw one in the garbage i hear they used to do that no they used to do it all the time Yeah. That's how you ended up with a uh, feral ro- uh, roaming gangs of uh, of pickpockets in the eighteen hundreds. Right. They just exactly. threw the babies away. They they managed to stay alive long enough to learn how to steal for people. Or you know, I've read stories where it was like, oh, it's bad luck to have twins, so you leave one out for nature to take. I don't know if those are based on historical fact, but I've certainly read stories like that. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it also also. This is a Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. You think putting a bunch of radiation close to a fetus would right. definitely make them into a, yeah, that's no good. Into a better what person? What they should have done is they should have called up Hank Pym and been like, hey, get up in there and beat up that weird baby. We don't <laughs> want it here. <laughs> and Hank Pym would have been like, yeah, I'll hit a child. That's not against my moral code. <laughs> my hands are rated E for everyone, especially when it comes to fetuses. Fetuses and wise, my two favorite things to hit. <laughs> oh my god, now I'm just thinking of like a fetus sizing him, just like punch. 
pretty good, right? <laughs> pretty fucking good. It's pretty good. Oh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. You know, uh, if only we had a friend that could draw things pretty quickly, I might, you know, throw them some money to draw that. <laughs> pretty good. Um, so, but yeah, so during the procedure, the how, the normal fetus, some seemingly sensing danger to her twin, a move to accept the radiation aimed at her sister. Realizing what had happened, the doctor supervising the procedure halted the experiment. Six months later, one child, Laura, was born to the deans. There's no sign of what happened to the other twin. In fact, Laura unconsciously activated her own mutant power to teleport her sister to safety within another dimension, which Laura eventually called Live World. Alora referred to Earth as the dead world since she and Goblin saw it as a place of suffering. You're right, this is a very Marvel explanation. <laughs> yeah. It's a very Marvel... I'm just saying, like, it doesn't phase me at all. Be obviously. Yeah, but it's just... I mean, yeah. It, that, it's it, not, like, weird enough that I'm like, wow. It's just well, I'm just like, okay, yeah. I get it. You know, that makes sense. That's why she doesn't have a first name. Okay, yeah, the baby used the mutant powers. Okay, sure. Fine. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, Laura... Oh my god, they have to remind me of this. Laura was autistic into her adolescence. Became a patient in New Light Clinic, where she was operated on by uh, Lionel Jeffries, the madman called Scramble. Their scramble uses superhuman powers to cause Laura to release her sister, who has been known as Goblin from the live world dimension to Earth. But whenever Goblin went to Earth, Laura took her place in live world. And whenever Laura returned to Earth, Goblin would return to live world. So they would pull like a Rick Jones and Captain Marvel thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You that know. makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Standard comic stuff, yeah. Yeah, again, standard. Um,. Now, another menace known as Bedlam made Goblin a member of his team of Supermoon Pawns, known as the Derangers. Uh, Bedlam pitted the Derangers against members of Alpha Flight, a team of Canadian superhuman champions who I would argue are villains, uh, in a battle that ended in the deaths of all the Derangers except for Goblin. Now, does... Who controls the swapsies? Is it just Laura? She has the power to. Okay. So I'm just thinking, like, how long was Goblin on this earth that someone could recruit them into a supervillain team? Especially if, like, they call this one the Dead World, which is, exists only for suffering. You'd feel like Goblin wouldn't be here that often, but I don't know. Well, it turns out Live World also was a place of suffering, too. Oh. So, okay. you know. Well. It turns out life, just living is suffering. Yeah, how how very... I was going to say Catholic, but I guess Catholics believe in, like, a paradise after death. So, how very Buddhist uh, of them. How very Calvinist. We're Calvinist, all going to hell. Go. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what you do, you will go to hell. Um. So, Purple Girl, a member of Alpha Flight Train... Uh, of Alpha Flight's training division, Beta Flight, befriended both Laura and Goblin, who were inducted into Beta Flight as well. Uh, by now, again, this is a thing that 
I really don't want to say, by now, Laura is no longer autistic, because that's what happens. Yeah, she took the Joe Rogan pill, and it made her brain good. Yeah, she, she's just, you know, she just learned how to, you know, not act weird. She went on Jordan Peterson's all-meat diet and then took Joe Rogan's brain pill, and it fixed it. Yep. It's, it's just real not good. You know, she tried some meditation and some essential oils, and it, it just fixed everything up there. She Everything's just sat, good now. She just, shat, she just sat still and shut up, and guess what? It's fine now. It's yeah, fine because she, now. because she sat down and shut up, and she did not show any signs of neurodivergency. We did it. We fixed yep. the problem. <sighs> to be fair, like I think, I think what uh, autism speaks would probably think, yeah, yeah, she's acting normal now. So we did it. You know, we, we fixed cu- the problem. We, cu- we cured it. We cured the uh, the undeniably horrible thing of being autistic. Yep. By the way, if you can't tell, we're being sarcastic. I, I don't yeah. know. Just in case someone can't read sarcasm. Um. Yeah, that's a real bad sentence, and I hate it. Um. I mean, fits with uh, the rest of the eugenics themes of this story so far. I mean, it does, I guess. Um, so, later, while Laura was in Live World, she was captured by the Dimensions ruler, the Dream Queen. The members of the Alpha Flight, including Goblin, journeyed to Live World, rescued Laura, and battled Dream Queen, who then transported herself and all of them to Earth, which she intended to conquer. Hence, Laura and Goblin now coexisted on Earth for the first time, during the battle, former Alpha Flight member Puck sees the Dream Queen, who stood within a dimensional portal between Live World and Earth. Realizing that she herself had the mutant power to open and close the dimensional uh, portals, she shut the Laura shut the portal, trapping Dream Queen within her own dimension. Um, both Laura and Goblin served in Beta Flight. For some time after assisting the members of Alpha Flight on missions. However, recently Laura left uh, Beta Flight to try to live a more normal life and took Goblin with her. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if this shows up. Did this show up in different later stuff? I don't think they show up a lot. That's probably for the best. It probably is. Nah, yeah, it's all old stuff. It's all old stuff. Yep. So, um, so yeah, so she's a 4'8", weighs 74 pounds, red eyes, gray and blue hair. She's like, you know, roughly humanoid with an enormous skull, long claws, which she uses as uh, weapons and feet that are hooves. Hey, you might not like to hear this, but this is what peak female performance looks like. This is what the ideal woman looks like. Sorry, ladies. (laughs) So, she does a lot of exercise for someone who was a human her age. I don't understand. I don't know. Like, why do they always have that? They could just say they work out or they have, like, a lot of strength or something. Um, she has superhuman agility. Um, we don't know how smart she is. 
Uh, she cannot talk as of yet. It may be because she possess. It may be that she possesses normal human um, intelligence, but spending most of her life on her own, she never received any form of education. So, which is something that you see in like humans uh, as well when they are not taught to speak. It takes yep. them a long time, and it actively damages their brain. By the way, um, so you know, it's a thing. Uh, I don't know. That's it. Do you have anything else to say about Goblin? Um, no, because Alphabet Flight, sorry, Alpha Flight, <laughs> is the most boring uh, Marvel's franchise in existence. I Except for also... that time Sasquatch got <laughs> replaced by a real Sasquatch. That oh, no, no, was that good. Was... Everything else, no, 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 that's good. No, that's good. That's golden. No, I will say that um, every time I dive into Alpha Flight, I tend to hate I not hate them. I dislike them more. Hmm. Like every member is both boring and extremely bad in some way. <laughs> now I'm not saying that I'm not saying Goblin is bad. I'm saying that apparently they cured her autism because she started acting normal. Yeah, that's bad. You know, and again, I know it was the '80s, blah 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 blah. But I don't care. It's harmful. It was harmful, and it's still harmful nowadays because people still think like that. Like, if they, you know, start acting normal, all of a sudden, you know, they're cured, quote-unquote. But, like, there's a thing called masking. And there's a thing that a lot of uh, uh, women or girls uh, tend to uh, tend to be way better at masking um, either mental illness or stuff like autism and ADHD a lot better than boys, which is why there's a lot of misdiagnosis. Uh, as well autism and women are also uh, underdiagnosed because all yeah. our benchmarks for autism were studied on men exactly which is why which is why there's a lot of a lot of women uh who get get a lot of women actually get diagnosed later in their life and they're able to actively you know help themselves once they know what's going on instead of them thinking that they're uh broken in some way okay i don't know uh, I'm done talking about I'm done talking about Alpha Flight stuff. So, uh, let's end this. What do you, What do you have to plug? Uh, check out my website, theapocalypse.com. That's like apocalypse, but with a D in the middle. It's got all my stuff on there. I'll highlight that I do Audiomorphs, which is an Animorphs audiobook series. I'm just making audiobooks of all the Animorphs. I know Scholastic's now doing it. Also. But I have more than them, and I'll also I don't charge you like ten dollars per book. So really, your choice. Also, who do you want to support, Scholastic, or a person giving you free audiobooks? Right, and by support, you don't actually. When you, I don't have sponsors, but you know, you can listen to it. It's free, no yeah. strings attached. Yep, he's definitely he's definitely not putting like secret little microchips into the sound waves. <laughs> into the sound waves. <laughs> I'm putting the chemical that makes frogs gay into the sound waves. <laughs> yeah, that's why all of you are gay now. Okay, uh, so my name is uh, Jesse. I have another podcast called uh, Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids in somewhat lurid ways with my friend Fiona. Um, if you want to support me monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash alphabetflight. If you want to see the people we were talking about, you can go to alpha at alphabetflight on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, this has been uh, this has been Alphabet Flight.
and may Conchi protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Bye. Thank you.